out the glory and then they go back into religion and all bound up again. Oh, it destroys the spirit. Oh, doesn't our heart sake, many of our brothers will agree with me, when we see people coming to the glorious liberty of children of God, and then they get all bound up again, Fred. And we just want to love them and bring them back again into the family, into the family, the love family of God. Oh, I'd love to... Oh, I just love you, Lord, just bless them all now. Oh, just shed your love abroad upon them now. In the name of Jesus, oh God, shall we speak in tongues for a few minutes? Oh, bring the power down, Lord, now. Bring the power down now, Lord, in every heart, in the name of Jesus. Oh, bring the power down now, Lord. Do a new thing in every heart now, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Now, Lord, everybody, every man, every woman, every boy, every girl, turn them inside out, Lord. Fill them with the glory in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Now, come on, say hallelujah and mean it. Come on, say it loud. Hallelujah. Hallelujah! 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 Come on, say hallelujah! Say hallelujah! Oh, bless the Lord! Oh, hallelujah! Hallelujah! Glory, 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 glory! Oh, glory, 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 glory! Oh, glory, glory! Oh, glory, glory! I tell you, brothers and sisters, if you'll only turn your face loose now, the power of God is here. Have a wonderful sign when the power of God is here. I can't tell you what it is, but I know. People come up to me and they say, Henry, you've done something to me. I've done nothing to them. It's the Spirit of God. Because I'm not a speaker. I wish I was. Uh, but something happened to me and I want to pass it over. Father, give them what you've given me in the name of Jesus. This wonderful quickening power. Oh, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Oh, and brothers and sisters, let me encourage you. If he can do it for me, he can do it for anybody. Brother, a quick one from you. You, yeah, come on, lad. Ah. Now, you come up, brother. I want that one there. Come on, you, come on. Yes, you come as well, brother. I wanted you as well. Come on. Thank your you. Christian name. Douglas. This is our Douglas. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I uh, read a, a prophecy in a book, not, or in a paper, not so long ago, and it stayed with me since. And it's this The joy of the Lord is not a spectacle to be watched, but an experience to be entered into. You know, and that is so true with all the things of God. You can't watch it, you've got to enter into it. And you know, and you know. Glory! Amen! You know, and uh, you know, I just remember that I was in a, in a fellowship and it was quite free in the dance and I was trying to dance, but you know, my feet used to feel like lead. But you know, I went to miles away somewhere else and I started, uh, you know, this is the day and my feet just went and went and went. And you know, it's so true, isn't it? 
that it's to enter into, and Lord's time is absolutely right for you, and it could be right for you this afternoon, but you have to yield your members unto the Spirit of God. Hallelujah. Bless the Lord. Amen. How do you follow that? Well, <laughs> praise the Lord. You know, I'm just thankful that I know that the Lord Jesus Christ is my Saviour, and I just love him with all my heart. And you know, I know this for sure, that the Lord inhabits the praises of his people. He really inhabits the praises, the real praises, the praises in truth and honesty to the Lord. The Lord inhabits them. So brothers and sisters, I can't talk. I'm not much of a talker, but... Let's just praise the Lord and give him all the glory and all the praise for there's no one else more worthy than the Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Glory. Oh, praise the Lord. Isn't the Lord wonderful? <laughs> Do you know? <laughs> oh, I'm having a heck of a job to speak, but the Lord's done something good to me this afternoon. He <laughs> really has. I don't know what it is, but he's filled me. <laughs> uh, Do you know? I'm ever so glad the Lord's provided this opportunity for us to come on this bit of a holiday and have this great glorious feast among you Christian people. You know, he's done so much for me. And I just say, thank you, Lord. Thank you, God, for sending Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, that you came. You know, it's wonderful, isn't it, when we think that we have a certain amount of Christianity and denominations, but you don't get it real. You don't get it here. It doesn't do this to you. They turn you out, wouldn't they? Yeah. They wouldn't let you. They wouldn't let you, would they? Have a good laugh. Yeah. <laughs> they wouldn't let you be set free. They try and tie you down with doctrines. Right. And, they, you know, there's something that's really come to me through Fred last night. There is no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus. Yeah. There's no condemnation. The church will pull you down. Don't worry about it. God's done everything. It's in you. He's completed his work in you. You're pure before God. No one can alter that. No one can alter that. God has set his work in you. He's part of you. Nothing can change that. You belong to God. God belongs to you. And all you've got to do is rest in him. And when you really rest in him, in other words, when you let go and let God, well... Oh, he does something marvellous. Oh, he does something wonderful. Oh, you know, glory. You really feel it. <laughs> you can feel it. It's fire. It's fire. It's fire. Shut up in your bones. I've heard Henry say it. <laughs> it really is, isn't it? It is. And you know something? I'm going back and I'm going to tell him. <laughs> I'm going to, I can't keep this to myself, not what he's done today. It's something inside you, it's a work in you. It's God in you, perfecting his work. He's made us ready to meet him. He, we're going to meet him in the rapture. <laughs> Ha, ha, ha.
it works, brothers and sisters. She'll never be the same again. And the men in this meeting will never be the same again. No need to paddle in it. We all need a visitation, a new Pentecost. Lost in the spirit of a living God. That's what it did with me. It knocked me out on the floor. And I wasn't myself for several days. I'm glad I wasn't. Couldn't speak, couldn't speak any other language. I could write things down, a book could write, I can't stop it. Couldn't speak nothing but tongues, 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 tongues. Changed by the power of God. That's why I emphasize in these meetings, you'll have to excuse me for doing that, but I'm all the while on, come on, enter in. Put your hands upon one another, come together. You see, we've been teaching and teaching and teaching people until they've got hardened by the teaching. They've got to do something and put into operation what they've got. And the first thing to put into operation is this. Are you listening, everybody? The first thing you put into operation, God showed me and this delivered me. The very thing that delivered me was this. God showed me how I could get deliverance. That was by praising him. And he showed me how to keep it by praising him. I received a mighty baptism, a wonderful baptism, not what I got now, on the Smiths Wigglesworth in a meeting there in Preston. And I was out the front there receiving a mighty blessing from God and that made me get up from my knees and I've never forgiven them for it. That's why if I see anybody enjoying it, leave them there all night. Leave them all night. Let them soak in it. Let them soak in it. Well, they got me up, but I, and I didn't want to get up. But what happened was this, that I came on in my car from Preston to Mansfield with a joy in my soul. But then, unfortunately, in those days, Pentecost was just Pentecost. What they emphasized was receive the gift of the Spirit, speaking tongues and interpretation, and keep like that, and breaking of the bread, a special meeting, all that there. And, but I never got any further. Nobody seemed to realize it was something more to go in for. Nobody says to me, come on, Henry, come on, enter into this. Nobody did it like that. But anyway, I was out of it for 13 years, and then I came into it again. And, and I came into it by God telling me to get deliverance by praising God. I was saved, and I got to keep praising God, praising God, praising God, and he delivered me. He delivered me from smoking, and he filled me with that joy unspeakable, and it's never left me. Of course, we have ups and downs experiences, but it's never left me. It was a joy. Well, this is what we can all do this afternoon. Let us all start praising God more. Yeah. Are you listening? Are you listening? Listen, everybody, start praising God more. That is where the power lies. The praising God is the answer. We are praising people. Praising God, praising God, and praising God. It works wonders. Amen. He delivered me and delivered many, many more. That's first thing I saw. I had big banners made up. Praise the Lord for goodness sake. For the goodness of God, praising the Lord, praising the Lord. When God first filled me, it was just something he got inside of me, and there was a great big bulldozer behind me pushing me. And I couldn't know nothing about it. Praise the Lord, hallelujah, praise the Lord, hallelujah, praise the Lord. I couldn't know nothing else. And I remember when something happened, people were set free. It was the praise of God, the praise of God. Everybody praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. And I'm even finding it's getting me over my operation. 
Uh, since I have my gallbladder taken out, I haven't been all there ever since. Something's missing. And I felt that I haven't been all there. But I felt the praise cue is making it better. It's taking the place of the gallbladder. It, it, it's making it clean me up. It, it's, it's the praise in the God that does it. I said to Con the other day, we said to bring the praise power into action again, Con. Praising God, praising God. Try it. Everyone tried it. Raymond! Raymond! Come about here and praise the Lord. Come on. You know, I've got to get you praising God a bit more. Do you know? You look, you look, that was a miserable back there. Oh, you're not miserable, are you? No. Well, tell them how you were saved and let's see them. First of all, get everybody praising the Lord and you do it yourself. Let's see how I can do it. Everybody praise the Lord. I want you to run around this place three times, praising the Lord. Go on. Go on. Go on. Set him free. Come on. Come on. Come on. Praise the Lord. Come on. Is a daddy now? <laughs> oh, is a daddy now? What's it like to be a daddy? Okay. <laughs> I've not been one that way, only spiritual ones. But there's thousands of them. Oh, praise the Lord. Come on, let's quick one, my old pal. Well, the Lord is good to me and uh, really blessed me. And uh, um, I hate to put it really. Um, well, I'm glad He brought me into the glory way, you know. And um, uh, I brought up in a to go to a Baptist church and uh, um, yeah, a friend, sort of meeting friends who had gone into sort of glory meetings and invited me along and that's how I come to not know about this way. And, uh, and then so I went along to Fiskerton and uh, met everybody there and I've been in this ever since really and uh, I praise the, God, praise the Lord for it, for what he's done and brought me into sort of lovely family and to, to rejoice and you know praise the Lord and uh, and not uh, only did he come to Fiskerton and get a blessing but he had a bonus he found a sweetheart <laughs> that's what God's always given us a bonus how do you like your bonus is it lovely <laughs> how you doing where are you Come here, Annette. You know, here's Annette, you know. We used to go singing around the old folks home just outside Fiskerton. And this young lady here was singing. And my mother-in-law was there. And she talked about the Lord to her. And we went singing carols. And she got, come to Fiskerton, she got caught. If you come to Fiskerton, you'll get caught. We can get caught this afternoon. Into this. Isn't it lovely? Annette, it's all yours. I don't know what to say really, I'm just glad I'm saved, um, praise the Lord, you know, it's just done a lot for me and uh, I just love being in this um, family way, the love way, because I never knew, you know, this type of love before, <laughs> amen. Bless you darling. <laughs>
somebody sent and they sent a nice letter here and it just touched my heart. I just given to them just before I, I came into the meeting. And it says, Dear Henry, Alan and Shirley, thank you much for the tapes. I'm spending a small love gift and wish to keep them. They are such an inspiration. I'm learning the songs which are new to me. I have had three operations in a month, two on my eyes, one on my ear. I've not been able to use my eyes so, so you can see what a help it is to hear those lovely songs of the spirit. If you have any more, I would certainly like them. I'm passing on these on to people and I'm getting a real blessing from them. The Lord is so good to us and given us the right things when we need them. The joy of the Lord, the anointing that is in those meetings. I felt over here when we hear the tapes. Praise the Lord for his goodness and praise the Lord for you dear people. It's a body ministry. Yes. We get together, we sing, and we dance, and we praise the Lord, and it all seems a great big mix-up, but it works. Yes. It just works. Don't ask me how it works. I think in my natural self, it's nothing but a big mess at times. I wonder why I'm in it. But I can't get out of it. <laughs> it's got me. It's got me, brother. I can't help it. It's got me. Oh, it's got me. Taking a meeting 25, 30 years ago in Cornwall. Just like this. And all at once, the power of God came down. And a lady, a blind lady, jumped up in the air. She says, oh, praise God, I can see, I can see, I can see. She says, I am blind, but God has opened my eyes. I spiritualized. Oh, she couldn't keep her down. It happened. Yes, praise the Lord. This is an anointed ministry. And it's this ministry what God wants to give to you, my brother and sister. This ministry is despised and rejected, tries to squeeze out. And God said this would happen. But thank God they'll never stop it. The love of God being shed abroad in our hearts. I feel so full this afternoon. You excuse me, brother and sister. Oh, I do. I hope God only fills you with this. 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 I can't explain it. This wonderful love shed abroad in our hearts. You don't have anything against anybody this way. You can't have. If we're going to be ready for this glorious rapture, we have to be filled with this. This wonderful love. Not joining our crowd. You joined all right when you get filled with the Spirit. Brothers and sisters, it works. And it's working this afternoon, and it's part of you. Pray, isn't it lovely? Isn't it lovely? When I look at that man there, what keeps making a squeaking noise, him just there. 
he came to take the mickey out of us over 20 years ago in a big billiard uh, drill hall, and it caught him. On your feet, Alan, and tell him how it happened. Come on, my lad. I think you've all heard it. I think you've all heard it. Ah. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> well, <laughs> it was about 20 years ago. I've just come out of the forces, and. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> just come out of the forces and uh, I'd started to look for something in my life. It caught him. I know. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so I was I started to look for something in my life, you know. Often when you I've been away for two years national service, often when you've been away like that you come to appreciate home a bit better when you come back. And I said I'd never, ever complain about getting up to go to work in the morning. That was the first thing I said, because I was my own man, because for two years i have been somebody else's man. They could get me up in the middle of the night, they could do what they liked with me, send me to South Africa, whatever they liked, and I wasn't my own man. And when I come out, I don't know what it was, but I found a new freedom. Now, I've been a Christian a few years, as Dable, he led me to the Lord when I was 16, but it, it wasn't something that propelled me. It was something I did on Sundays, right? Bless the Lord. But, you know, it came to the time we as a group in Basildon were, um, were looking for something more, and we, we heard about Henry's revivals. Now, we didn't know what it was all about. Somebody just mentioned it was on in Kent. And... Um, the whole lot of us, well, we took up sticks and we went across the ferry at Gravesend and we got the bus and we went up to this place and we walked in there and there they were, ring-a-ring-a-roses, as we said, <laughs> right all over the place and there was people rolling on the floor and there was this old chap, it was Ernest Hibbs, I don't know whether any of you have met him, some of you probably have, he was going off in the spirit in sort of real Shakespearean language it was, you know, it was these and thous and all the rest of it and we thought, what a lot we got here. And we stuck it for 30 minutes, precisely, 30 minutes. And uh, I went out in a bit of huff because the baby kept crying. And that was Andrew, who's 21 now. So he kept on crying and we said, well, it can't really be the Lord because the baby would know where the Lord was there, you know. <laughs> That's <it. laughs> that we. That will tell you where we were. That will tell you where we were. But, you know, we went home on that bus and they were singing a chorus and they were singing... Uh, Jump, it's sunny, I forget it. Let's go on, let's go on. Um, talking about this good old way. Well, we didn't know the words because, you know, like so many of these choruses you're in the glory way, you don't know what it was. And we went home singing, let's go on, jumping up and down like this. <laughs> I'll always remember it. And we, and we, got, we got home and um, we... Well, there was a crowd of us, it must have been about a dozen of us. We had our usual committee meeting on the thing and we, we talked about it and we couldn't, we couldn't really find anything really wrong with it. <laughs> it offended our religious dignity but we couldn't find anything <laughs> that really was wrong with it. In fact, we quite liked it really, <laughs> if we were honest. <laughs> if we were honest. <laughs> and, uh, and about four weeks later we... Um, we got in contact with Newark and we had a group come down and we booked a little hall in Basildon. It was a tiddly little hall. 
and we had the first glory meeting in Essex there. And you know, we got people from all over the place. The people from Stanford came, Stanford Leo, you remember Fred Johnson, all those people. And that was the start of the move of the Spirit in Essex, really, as far as I can see, because that was the first glory meeting there ever was in Essex. Though they were all South End and all the rest of it grew out of that, regardless of what everybody might say, but it was. And it was a marvellous thing. I'm not saying that because, um, because it was me or because it was us as a group, but it's something that stood the test of time. It's something that we got that day that we didn't know we got. And we have not found anything else quite like it, I'll tell you. Because it's, it's reality and it's truth and it's love and it's peace and it's joy. And it's a freedom that we couldn't comprehend at the time but we've come to know is the, is, is the thing that's the mainspring of our lives. You know, my life's changed so much since then. I was just a, I was just a draftsman at a drawing board at that time and didn't really have an awful lot of ambition uh, in the natural. But you know, when I got right in the spirit with God, God took my life over. And the opportunities that I have today are all directly come from that. It's not, you know, it's not that I'm a clever fella or anything else that God has made me a manager in Ford Motor Company and all the rest of it. It's because God moved in my life and he put something in there that made me overcome. And people saw that, that spirit in me where I was and they wanted to use it. And that's why I'm where I am. That's what God has done. And it's down to God. It's not down to me. He has used me. And it's, he's used me in all these ways that, as I go on. And I'm just a simple, plain fellow, really, when it comes down to it. I'm not very good at speaking and certainly not very good at doing the things that I, I've found I've had to do over the years for the Lord because I've found that if, if you and I don't do things, brother, nothing gets done. It's true. We always, we always look to the next person to do something and we always think somebody else is better at it than us. Uh, and I'm not doing what I'm doing because I'm good at it. I'm doing it because I believe God has called me and he's called each and every one of us, brother and sister, just the same way. There's no special people this way. Some people accuse, accuse this, uh, us of having special people and special favourites. There is no special people this way, brother and sister. There isn't. You get in line with the Spirit and you move in the Spirit and you'll be special. You'll be special to God. And you'll be moving with God. And you'll get in step with God. And you'll fit in. That's what we've got to do, brother and sister, because this is a work of the body. We've got to get to fit in with one another. And that's it. As far as I'm concerned, brother and sister, if you lack something today, you can have it in God. It just gets straight with God. Get into, get into what God has for you, for you. It can change your life. He can make something out of you that you can never be in yourself. I thank God that I can testify that today. That what I have, everything I have, my whole possessions and my whole spiritual possessions, they came from that moment in time when I said yes to God. And it's a wonderful thing. I'll say, and my, my wife Shirley will say exactly the same. Um, I know you all know this, but, you know, it's wonderful. Just, none, just the same. And it's for everybody. Oh, bless you.
metal to keep it, you know. But the desire of everybody's heart that has stood up here before me and that will stand up here after me will be that you'll feel something. And you'll not go away with just a memory, but you'll go away with a feeling. Because it's the feeling that you feel that will make the difference. And it affected me like this. About 30 years ago, I met a young woman. And after I've gone out with her for a few times, things start to change. And whereby at one time you'd have been embarrassed to say something to her, but because of the feeling that you had for each other, you could turn to each other and say that you loved one another. And that was a feeling that you had. Now, if you'd have tried to say that on the first night that you met him, it would have embarrassed you. But you see, when I came along years later and got saved and was born again, baptized in his spirit, but you see, I had to feel something before I could stand in front of people and tell them that I loved them. And it was that that made the difference to me. Because although I had a born-again experience, and although uh, I knew that where Christ was concerned, that my future was sound, but I hadn't the feeling for people. And I think if I can turn around and thank that the glory way for one thing it is, that it has given me a feeling for people. So I, so I with my experience, do not separate Christ from people, or people from Christ. But the ring is three points. It is you and Christ and me. It is me, Christ and you. And the all three blended together make what I call a glory experience. And my desire is that you'll all this afternoon, if you don't see it, and if you can't understand it, I pray to God that you'll feel it. God bless you all. A quick one from you, my lad. Come on. It's lovely to be on the winning side, isn't it? <coughs> bless him. You know, there are a lot of people come here during this weekend seeking reality, seeking something real inside their own selves. 
you know, Christ wants to do something within us, even those of us that have gone on for a long while. You know, I feel that God wants to take me further than I am at the moment. You know, he doesn't want just to bring us to an experience and drop us there. You know, this is an ever going on. It is an ever increasing. It is an ever knowing. It is an ever unfolding. It never stops. You know, I've been seeking God, not in a dramatic or uh, even intense way, but you know, I feel sure that what God has got for us, that is in store for us in these next weeks, months, years, is something that is new and something that is great, something that is better than we've ever experienced before. And you know, I have a longing within my heart that God should bring it to pass in me and in you. there are times when we can feel so confused by the things that are going on around us by the uncertainties that there are in our own experience by the inefficiencies and the, the, the feeling of, so, of such great inadequacy that we feel within ourselves but you know God wrought that miracle on the cross for us 2,000 years ago and it is still effective today it is an everlasting thing it is not something that will be put to one side it is not something that can be dashed by our circumstances or by the way we live our lives it is something that will stand forever irrespective of what we do irrespective of what we say it will stand it will stand, brother and sister. It will stand. You know, this afternoon I want God to work through me. You know, we can let petty things stand in our way, and I'm talking about myself now, I'm not talking about anybody else. And you know, you know when God has done something special in your life. And you know when God has done special things through you, and you know when God is, is working through you. And you know, and it, as Henry has said, we all have a responsibility. And I'll say it again, I'm talking to myself now, I'm not talking to anybody else. We know when we have a responsibility. And you know, of late I've been shirking that responsibility. I know I have. And you know, I've given excuses to people to shirk that responsibility. But you know, today, I've sat in this meeting and I've listened to what people have said. It's reality we need, brother. It's reality we need. You know, it doesn't matter what a man says to you. If a man tells you not to come here, not to do this thing, who is he? You know, it's God who orders our lives. It is God who orders our footsteps. You know, we're not here to listen to man. You know, the fear of man worketh a snare. And you know, this afternoon, I want to exhort every one of you, and I want to exhort myself even more than that, 
to stand fast in the liberty wherewith Christ has made us free. You know, we don't need to do a thing, not a single thing this afternoon. Christ has made us free. We don't have to make ourselves free. All we have to do is like walking into a room. You know, when God, when God's Spirit just comes upon me, you know, I feel as though I'm in a big room. I'm in a big place with God. And you know, it's a wonderful feeling and that's just how I feel this afternoon that you know, there's a door handle there and all we have to do is grasp hold of it, open the door and we walk into a big room. An experience with God that is everlasting. An experience with God, you know, as we walk around this room we can see different things, we see words that we can read, we see all sorts of things, you know, and as we walk around this room with God, around this spiritual room with God, God takes us through experiences. He puts things in our path that sometimes aren't very nice. You know, God never said that the way would be a, a bed of roses. You know, but there's one important thing, saying that, there's one important thing about a bed of roses. You know, behind those beautiful flowers, there are thorns. And you know, there are thorns that we have to come across, aren't there, in our lives. There are things that we don't like to have to deal with. There are circumstances that come in our lives that we don't really want, that we can't deal with, that we've got no, we don't feel adequate to handle. But you know, this afternoon I want to tell you that if we put our lives and our hearts and our minds and our bodies and our spirits on the altar for Christ, He will see to them. You know, all he, you know we went through an experience a year or two ago, when we had to put our whole lives into the hand of God. We had to. We had no choice. We had to. And you know, they're the most blessed year. That was the most blessed year of my experience. I don't think I've ever been so blessed before in my life. You know, we've, got not, we've not got two aintness to rub together. But you know, I thank God that through all that time, he saw us through. He never let us down once. You know, we can go back to that experience, not particularly because we want to be poor or anything else, but where we can put our lives on the altar for God, where we can rely upon God to see us through. You know, we will have a blessed experience. We would have a blessed walk with Jesus. You know, we get so self-sufficient, so self-supporting in our lives in these days of modern gadgets and all the rest of it, you know, enough money to live in and all this sort of thing. You know, we forget about God at times. We forget about him, don't we? But you know, I want to say to myself as much as anything this afternoon, I want to rededicate my life to God because I feel that I've let him, not let him down in a way, but I've not been doing what I felt that he's placed a responsibility on my shoulders to do. You know, I've not been doing it, I've been shirking it. You know, and that's what I feel most strongly this afternoon. To get into that experience with God that I once had, that closeness that I had with him. Bless you. Would you pray for me? Oh, thank you, Jesus. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Bless you, brother. Bless you, brother, Julia. Oh, God, in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. 
In the name of Jesus, oh, oh. Father, we thank you for such a blessing. We give you all the praise and glory. Give everyone traveling message home. For Jesus' sake, amen.